Welcome to Pause and Press Play, where you get to pause your life and press play on all of your thoughts, emotions, ideas, and concepts. Thank you for joining this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Kyla Nicole. Oh my goodness. It has been so long since I have recorded a podcast and I'm so happy to be here just to be able to update you and tell you what's been going on in my life. It's insane that it's been since June and here it is November. So that's like five months and I am thrilled to be in this space to share it with you. So we last left off on who is Kyla Nicole um, to try to give people a more transparent understanding of who I am, what I'm about, what I do, why I do what I do. And I feel like my life completely shifted on me in the middle of this. And um, it was such an interesting transition. You know, in June, I celebrated my one year marriage anniversary to my childhood sweetheart. And we had a blast. We had an amazing time. We went away for, I guess, um, over a week. And it was lovely. Uh, at the same time, you know, we had a baby. Um, and he is now 10 months. So at the time, he was six months. And that was my first trip away from him. And um, you can only imagine what that was like. And then I came back and celebrated my 31st birthday, July 10th, and business just kind of took over, took off, and before I knew it, um, not that I was super duper too busy to record a podcast, but because I was really transitioning and going through some crazy life moments, um, And that's interesting because it happens to me all the time. You know, a lot of times uh, being a business person or a corporate worker or entrepreneur or mom, mompreneurs, everybody, basically, we have these moments in our lives where we're kind of going, 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 and then we take a dip or a dive or a curve. And it's in those moments that I believe are lessons are learned. I know for me, um, my 30s have been so interesting. Um, Like I feel like I need to do a whole podcast just on your 30s and I'm only 31. I learned so many lessons this year in 2018 and wrapping up, um, things have just become so apparent to me. But it seemed like the summertime was really, really difficult. Uh, around my birthday is always a challenging time because I force myself to stop and pause, think. Um, A lot of people set New Year's resolutions and they start thinking about the new year then, but I tend to start thinking about that um, by my birthday because it's a season closing, you know, it's a chapter closing. And so reflecting on 30 and then going into 31 for me, Um, There were so many things that I set my mind to that I did accomplish. You know, I was able to release my second hardcover book. 
the game of life and it sold amazingly and took me by surprise. But the process of writing that book pulled out so much in me. Um, I was able to start my second uh, business, which has been doing well, but I'm passionate about policy and insurance. And so getting licensed in that capacity uh, to be able to help small businesses was something that I definitely wanted to do. And um, then I revamped my business. Um, I kind of got away from doing some things um, because I just realized that it wasn't aligning with what I wanted to do. And it also wasn't um, I don't want to say that it wasn't it wasn't worth it because I think helping anybody is worth it. But I just realized that it was no longer bringing me joy, serving the purpose that I felt like was for my life. So I had to make those changes. And so, um, you know, and then school started. And if you don't know, you know, I have a 13 year old and an almost eight year old. And so um, it just you know, it was just crazy. And, um, and so I say all that to say is process. And that's really what we're going to talk about on this podcast. If you can pull anything out of it, it's the process. Um, the process of being Kyla Nicole, um, which we all have a process to our life. We all have a workflow. We all have decisions to make. We all have obstacles to address. We all have um, purpose and we are all in process. It's a transition for each and every one of us in our everyday lives because in all honesty, only about 10%, maybe 15% of our life is, is in our control. And that number seems really small, but it's actually a pretty high number when you think about it because And that 10 to 15% is where you have to have good habits. You have to make good decisions. You have to um, handle your processes appropriately. You have to go through your lessons um, and you have to get the lessons. And so that 10 to 15% really dictates where you go and how you kind of get through that season to transition into the next season. And so for me, the process of my life, Um, had become very interesting because I have probably been running from things that I know God has called me to do, Um, that I'm still not perfected in that. And I thank God that he's perfecting everything that's concerning me. But I think in me running from the things that he's called me to do was really messing with um, the ideas and the concepts and the things that I was being told to do because, again, we're all in this process. And sometimes I think that when we try to get around the process, we kind of slow ourselves down and we almost open ourselves up. And I won't say almost, we absolutely open ourselves up for extra distractions um, derailments, uh, negativity, bad vibes and energy, all because we're getting out of process. Um, and it's like creating an additional lane of something you can't control. You know, like 
If you're driving on a road or you're driving to a destination that you always drive to and you are told that there's a detour coming up and if you continue to go down that same road and not take the detour, then now you expose yourself to all sorts of traffic, new construction, bumpy roads, potential road hazards, because there's a reason that you're detouring and you're detouring for your safety or to continue to get to your destination without all of the things that could essentially happen. And so when we're in process in life, that's how it is. If we were to walk through the journey and walk through life, but yet we decide that, you know, I really don't want to pursue ministry or I really don't want to pursue this business venture, this avenue, or I really don't want to do this thing that I know I'm supposed to do. We kind of open ourselves up for disappointments, for extra hurts, meeting the wrong people, getting in bed with them in bad business deals, etc. because we are kind of going somewhere else in our in our lives. And so for me in that process, you know, I feel like I was already in that because I was adjusting to having a baby. I was still trying to figure out, you know, how to incorporate my son's schedule into my schedule because I'd only been back working three months and then picking up and running a business um, back full time, you know, with very minimal assistance, um, running my home life, uh, being a spouse, all of those things like were happening at the same time. And it kind of set me in this funk emotionally. And I found myself not being able to do everything that I thought I could do. Um, I found myself really struggling to kind of keep afloat um, emotionally, mentally, and even physically. You know, I had to, at some point, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't go work out the way that I want to work out. I can't keep my house clean. I can't, um, you know, manage uh, the business without being distracted. I can't work without doing this because I'm tired. Like it was just so much happening. And at some point I had to pause and I had to say, okay, what is a priority and what is not? Um, There's such a difference between organization and priorities because we can organize our lives like nobody's business. We can follow a schedule to the T and we can do all of this stuff, but if we fail to prioritize them by level of importance, then the organization process is really null and void. And so it was for the first time in my life that I had to accept that I was one person and I couldn't do it all. Um, I had a very dear friend always tell me that the biggest transition in children would go from two to three, and I was like, oh, no, I, I got this. And I was like, wait. That is so true because, you know, you're now managing a third person's life and you think, well, I got it down packed. But when there's an age gap like I have, you know, an almost eight year age gap um, between my youngest and a 13 year age gap between my oldest, life is completely different now for me. Um, 
my my world looks so different. And I think that I had decided that I could do it because I had done it before, not realizing that my drive was different, my passions were different, my strengths and weaknesses were different. You know, I had one child in my teens, I had another child in my 20s, and my life circumstances circumstances were were so different. Um, <laughs> it's really interesting because even though I was married then and I'm married now, um, having children, I was not as accomplished as I am now. Um, so my hunger for success was so different. It's something that we don't really talk about in process because it's so easy to forget um, the struggle. I mean, just flat out. Because there are different struggles at every season or every process of your life. So, you know, back when I had my first child at 17, you know, my struggle was we was trying to eat, you know, like it was just me. My family didn't live where um, I lived. They, you know, one side was very supportive. The other side was not at the time. Um you know, I had to find a gig and I had to go to school full time. So my, you know, I was at that place in my life where I just wanted to prove that I can do this, you know, to myself and maybe to, you know, people on the outside that said that I couldn't. And it was different by the time I had my second because I was a little bit more established. You know, I had finished grad school. Um, I was married, but I was still like, on this thrive and strive tip, you know, I was still like, I've got to be something and I'm not sure what I'm going to be. You know, when I had my second child, I was 22. I had just graduated with my master's at 21. And so it was like so much more that I felt like I wanted to do. Opposed to now having this child in my 30s, attaining your doctorate, running your successful businesses that you've defined, um, being remarried after, you know, a nasty divorce uh, and rediscovering yourself and letting go of relationships that serve no purpose, figuring out your adult life, that process looks so different. And I found myself operating on this old process mindset and it was becoming detrimental it was making me question everything about myself because I wasn't giving myself the permission to be in process. In my mind, I had already accomplished this process, so it should not be difficult for me to go back through it. You know, it's like, oh, I haven't rode a bike in about five years, but if I get back on a bike, I can ride it not realizing that your body still has to adjust. Now, you can get on that bike and go ride 20 miles if you want to, and the next day you ain't going to be able to walk. And you're like, what happened? Because you did not give your body enough time to essentially process what you were trying to do. Mentally, you were there. Mentally, hey, I got this. Physically, totally different story. So for me... So, so for me, that is, is like where I was in a sense of my life. And this is the process or the grueling process that we go through because 
A lot of times people think that our life is, you know, lived on the high moments. Because when we think about our life, we automatically are drawn to the happy times, the highlights, the positive moments. So when we think about it, that's what we're thinking about. But that's not where you learn a lot of your lessons. A lot of the lessons and the processes that you're going to go through are in those really, really dark, deep moments. And so I kind of spiraled, you know, I began to feel very overwhelmed. I began to feel like I wasn't um, being supported or had enough support. I began to feel like, you know, my kid was kind of having moments in school and I was going to the extreme because I was so stressed out. Um, I noticed that my relationships were yet again evolving and changing. Um, And I had dealt with this hurt in this relationship and I couldn't really figure out what happened, you know, I was very unsure to this day. I'm still a little unsure, honestly, as to like what happened or why we don't talk or didn't talk. And I was trying to find out like, why does that happen to me? Why do I find myself in these situations over and over? And I said, because I'm not allowing the process to grow me. I am managing the process instead of allowing the process to manage me. And there's a difference because when you're managing the process, it's like you want to control that process because you're trying to preserve yourself from the hurt or the lessons or you're trying to um, figure it out instead of allowing the process to manage you, which is more so going with it. You know, the up, the down, taking the hit, learning the lessons, um, because you can't you can't control something and learn something at the same time, because if you are, then essentially you are now staging your learning process. You're learning what you want to learn. You're seeing what you want to see. You're hearing what you want to hear instead of. Being like, wow, okay, I didn't know that. Or wow, that that didn't make sense, but it does now. And so for months, I was in this thing, man. And it was like a serious funk. And I felt so dishuffled and I had to just stop. I had to stop everything. And that's something that we are so afraid to do in life because we're doing so much all the time with everybody And people depend on us. Lives depend on us. We are so afraid to stop. And you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't give what you don't have. And I am not afraid and never afraid to pause or stop my life. To say, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me or show me here? Because I don't want to keep going around the same mountaintop. I don't want to sit up there. I want to learn what I need to learn so I can get down. And so I pull back. I pull back from everything and everybody. I did the bare minimum, you know, that I needed to do. I accepted uh, only a certain amount of clients. I didn't do anything that was going to be heavily involved. I focused on my family life and trying to put it back together whatever the pieces that I felt like I needed to put together but the biggest thing that I did was get back to the basics of me 
and who I am and what I believe. Because that process is important to me. In everything that I do, I want to stay as true to myself as I can. And that is a constant process. Because we live in a world where social media will have you envying and it'll have you comparing and it'll have you kind of feeling like you're slow or you're not moving the way that you should move. You're not doing the things that you should be doing. Um, there's a higher expectation of us. Uh, it, it, all of those things that catch your eye that you may not even be focused on, but they catch your eye. And it's very dangerous because while you're in process, you're susceptible and vulnerable to taking on different nuances and identities because you're in process, you know? So it's like if you are baking a cake, and I know y'all remember some of (laughs) y'all, when your grandmama or your mama was baking a cake and they would tell you, do not take your tail in that kitchen because if you bump on that floor, my cake is going to fall. Well, it's the same way when you're in process. When you're in process, you have to watch what goes into your eyes. You have to watch, you know, what you see. You got to watch what you're listening to. You got to watch the energy you're around. You have to watch the things that you suscept yourself to because you're in process. And the slightest thing can either slow you down or stop you because You're trying to figure out, okay, where am I? What am I doing? And I feel like this is something that we will continually go through and evolve in. It may not happen to you every year. It may not happen to you um, every other year. But at some point in your life, your seasons, they will constantly evolve and change. And you'll constantly be in a process. And it's just about managing, you know, who you are and allowing the process to manage you opposed to managing the process. So you've got to create that harmony and you have to give yourself permission to go through the process. And then you have to tell yourself it's okay to be in process because sometimes we are our worst enemies. Um, We're very hard on ourselves. We critique ourselves. We compare ourselves. um, We beat ourselves up on a consistent basis with the slightest things. And what I'm here to tell you is when you're in process to allow yourself to process, give yourself permission to be, give yourself permission to cry, give yourself permission to be in process, give yourself permission to accept that things are crazy right now, give yourself permission to um, find out who the heck you are in this new season or this new era that you're in. Um, nobody is all together. Nobody is perfect. And to paint a picture that you are is ridiculous, in my opinion, because you grow through your process and your struggle. We are all battling something and dealing with something in a process that maybe the next person either doesn't know about or hasn't gone through or they do. But if they do, then they understand and they are more likely to understand where you are because they've been there. Um, I think sometimes we we get so hung up um, on the things that are so not important. You can spend hours on social media. You can spend hours texting and, and talking and replying to comments and emails and all of that. But at the end of the day, who's going to have your back? Your family. 
And whoever that family is, that may not be your blood, that may be your friends, whatever, but it's your family. Um, your goals, the things that you've set out to do and you want to accomplish, um, the people that you're surrounding yourself with, the energy that um, that it's all good, you know? It's, it's so interesting, you know, that life cycles back around and the moment you think you have it figured out is the moment you realize you don't know anything. The older you get, the more you realize, I know nothing about nothing. <laughs> because my life is changing. Um, and the, the, the most amazing thing, concept that I grasped in this entire process was dealing with my son um, who is now 13, um, but he had this really rough patch. Like, as soon as he turned 13, it was just, like, crazy. Like, actually, maybe, like, right, like, before he hit 13, he just kind of started going through this, this phase. I was like, what is wrong with this boy? Like, he is, he is such a geek and a nerd, and he's so amazing, but he was kind of going through this thing where his identity um, was, I think he was just trying to find himself, to be honest with you. And I was being so hard on him. And I was in prayer. And God said to me, you know, you've been 12 before. He has not. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. My job is to guide him, love him through his transition, teach him something. But that is also the same expectation that I have in life with God for me to be guided, to be taught, to be loved through something. But what it really did for me was how can I have an expectation or an idea of what I think it should be when I've never been there before? So it's like, I don't know what 31 looks like. I don't know what 32 looks like because I haven't been there. I know what 28 looked like for me. I can witness to another person that's 25 and having a freak out because I've been there before. Um, and the only how I'm going to be able to witness to somebody older than me is by the wisdom that has been given to me through the life experiences that I've had or the interactions that I've had. But that's vastly different for being able to paint the picture of how I think my life should be because I'm ever evolving and growing. So the wisdom that I can provide to someone else that may be in a life situation, I can provide it because I've been there, I understand it, but I still have no idea to a certain degree what my idea or life will look like at 40. I haven't been there yet. And it taught me, oh, give yourself a break and go through the process. Enjoy as much of the process as you can because you only get to process through this age or this time one time. Once you pass it, you passed it. And yeah, you may keep going through the test or the lessons, but the process becomes grueling if you keep going through it. It doesn't become enjoyable because you keep circling and you're trying to figure out why am I going through it? So just enjoy your process because your process looks so different than the next person. 
Find a tribe that can support you in your process, that can talk to you, that can encourage you, that can help you, that can pray with you, because that's important. Those are the things that matter the most. Process. So, welcome back. Thank you for sticking it out with me and listening to me and not forgetting or giving up and and all of those things while I've been in process because I feel like five months is a long time to be away. But I also say that who's for me is for me. Who I've been assigned to, they ain't going nowhere. Um, And I'm not going to be bound to anybody's ideology or expectations while I'm in process. Um, Because everybody's in process, in my opinion. So... Until next time, as we um, get into our ending of Who's Kyla Nicole and open up our new seasons, don't forget to pause and press play. (laughs) 